Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Winning a game feels nice, doesn't it? I like winning. Winning's fun. I haven't experienced that enough this season. The Giants win 25-3 versus the Carolina Panthers. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. I am Josh, and I am joined by my co-host, as always, Alex. We are here to discuss your Giants news, your Giants recaps, and previews throughout the season, and obviously the off-season content. Uh, if we're able to survive up to that point. But for right now, we have a win on our hands. We have a win to talk about, and we uh, don't need to get too ahead of ourselves with the Giants making the playoffs or anything of that nature because we will sit here and have a nice chat uh, about this team. Alex, I'm happy. You know what? I think this is a good start to... uh, uh, something that has already started, so I don't even know why I'm saying that. We're we're literally ha- almost halfway into the season. This team has two wins. Um, it, it's happy to you know it's a good it's a good day to win, and um, obviously recording this today after little uh, scheduling like error on our ends. We weren't able to record last night basically, and uh, so we're here anyway. Alex, how are you? I'm doing good. Um, I'm happy that we won a game. Um, it feels good. And now we just got to win another game and then hopefully another game and another game and then I'll be content. Um, but as of right now, I mean, there was positives. Obviously, it's been in quite a while. You know, we've gotten wins recently, right? You know, we've, we've seen wins here and there in the past few years as Giants fans, but I don't think we've ever seen a, a game where we've held a team to like three points like we did against Carolina. Uh, so I was very happy about that. The defense, I don't know what happened. Did Pat Graham decide to gain weight again, maybe turn back into his old self? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah, the defense really came back to play, and I was very impressed uh, by them, especially Zizo Jalari. have his stat line right over here on my uh, dandy little notepad over here. Um, Azizo Jalari, two and a half sacks, eight QB pressures, and four tackles for loss. So very impressive from him. 
And uh, that brings him up to four and a half sacks for the season. Uh, and hopefully, maybe he can get to that number 10 uh, pretty soon. That would be pretty cool. But uh, yeah, and, and that's all I wanted to mention about the defense. But yeah, great performance, mostly. Um, and I, I was pretty content other than Nate Soldier. Soldier, talk, sorry. Talk, Soldier. talk about a way to get canceled, Alex. Um, you're really getting yourself on a about track what? to get there. What happened? The Patrick Graham joke? That's that's pretty close to uh to that end. What well, I was just all right. I'm not fat shaming anyone. No, although uh Good on him though. Very impressive. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that gets. I, I don't I don't understand. You you know, we gotta talk about this. Okay. Now. Well, I don't know. I mean you said Patrick Graham decided to gain weight again, turn into his old defensive coordinator self. Um I, I get the joke. I just think you could, that could very well turn into a cancel situation for you. Mm. I mean, I'm not canceling you, but <sighs> this isn't. Good. You know where that can go. All right, we're gonna cut that area out. We're then not, we're not What's cutting happening? that area out. That's staying right in, as well as this <laughs> coming right out. Nope. Well, it actually, can't come out because it can't come out for the YouTube video. No, nope. staying right in, just like this is. Uh, I also, I guess, will point out the obvious here. Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, Daniel Beckham Jr. by Kadarius Toney. Um, and now, as a, <laughs> as Giants fans call him, uh, Daniel, Jack, da- Daniel Beckham Jr. with a one-handed grab in that game and then right into contact was decent once again today. Uh, or today. I keep on saying today like we're recording on Sunday. Yesterday. Uh, was decent yesterday, and he played well. And if there's a bold, I was talking to Alex today, uh, you know, at lunch during school, and he said, if there's like a bold claim that you want as a Giants fan to make out of this game, what are you doing, Alex, for, for the YouTube? Sorry, I'm just dying because you had like the you kind of did like it sounded like like kind of what your mom does or like your dad does when he gets like they get upset oh, and it's like. Yeah. Rah, 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 rah. Um, Anyway, I don't know. You're like dipping your head in shame over there. So basically, I was just laughing. I was just laughing. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, shoot. Now I lost my place. Yeah, Daniel Jones. Uh, basically, I was talking to Alex at lunch today, and he was saying like one. If there's one bold claim you could take out of this game, it's not that the Giants like can make the playoffs. It's that Daniel Jones could be very well the future of this of this football team of this organization. And we don't have to pick up another one in the draft or trade for a quarterback, which is very unlikely in in the first place. It would be draft a quarterback, but maybe that doesn't have to happen. Maybe we can keep Daniel Jones. Finally, I think myself, Alex, and Giants fans all around agree that for once in this man's career, we are behind him uh, as a quarterback. 23 or 33, 203 yards, and just a touchdown throwing the ball, rushing the ball, I thought Garrett actually had a good game. Obviously, we talk about it like this is what the third game now, Alex, that we said Jason Garrett is calling offensive plays for his first job. Um, that game, I think, was another example as finally he uses Daniel Jones and his legs doing a lot of, uh, you know, actual scripted plays of Daniel Jones faking a handoff and running right Cube a lot of um, a, a lot of a lot of QB like draws, a lot of QB runs. Now, that doesn't describe and take or that doesn't take away from the fact that I'm about to sneeze I'm about to sneeze oh my god it's coming 
It went away. Uh, I, that was good. That worked out. Um, what was I going to say? That doesn't... I want... I want to mention about the QB draws, actually, right? It, it's weird. It's either we don't see Daniel Jones run at all throughout a single game like last week, or I don't, maybe it wasn't last week, the week before, whenever it was, and then we see him run 10 times. Like, is there not an in-between? Is there not five? Is there not three? Is there not seven? Like, it's one, it's like, it's like drastic extremes. Like, I don't get it. I have no idea, um, but I, I just... I don't know. I mean, again, like I said, Jason Garrett is kind of fighting for his job at this point. But whatever. It is what it is. Uh, I was going to say RPOs. A lot of RPOs. So anyway, eight rushes, uh, 28 yards. That's three and a half yards per rush. And obviously the catch. The catch that we all know of now. Um, you know, for 16 yards. He did well. He did well. One of the most bizarre scoring games, Giants-type games that we've seen in a long time, 5-3 at halftime, uh, them getting a safety on a, on a, um, on a, what was it? What was the call? The uh, poor call by Sam Darnold, basically throwing it right in front of his offensive lineman. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, oh, my God, I'm trying to think of the call. It's, um Whatever it is, intentional grounding, uh, the intentional grounding on Sam Darnold. So basically, that led to the uh, safety and then going to 5-3 at halftime. We weren't so confident, and then throughout that fourth quarter, went from a 15-3 lead, I believe, to a 25-3 lead. And confidence in Graham Gano, like always, and confidence in this Giants defensive line. And Alex has already mentioned it. Aziz Ojolari had a day. Uh, and so far this season has been getting better and better. That I think that that just proves the the Georgia's defensive line. You know they produce really good defensive players. I think two of them was Zoe Carter and Aziz Ojolari. I believe are both out of Georgia. Uh, so those are two guys that kind of just prove the good part of this defensive line. And finally, what is it? Two games, three games in a row now. Leonard Williams coming out of his little out of his little cage. You know, releasing the lion as, uh, you know, his hair, uh, you know, I, I saw the comparison, I think. You're also going to get canceled for this now, by the way. How? I don't know. Continue. That was just, uh, just a lie. It's like coming out of his cage like a lion. Well, because lions are in cages. Animal mm. protection. No, because of the hair. No, because of <laughs> the hair like a lion. I don't know. Well, I think it was Talking Giants or Justin Pennick. Uh, they did the comparison of his hair and like, compa- you, have you not seen that? That's a good thing. How am I going to get canceled for that? Like a defensive lion comparison is uh, to a lion is like a good thing. These are all these are all things we're going to have to think about. Continue. It's you that's getting canceled. Don't put this on me. I don't like that. Well, if I get canceled, this whole podcast gets canceled. So we do have to think about it that way. But anyway, as Alex does, who knows? This is this is on you. I I'm not getting involved in this. Okay. This is what you said, not what I said. But anyway, Leonard Williams, like a line, finally, like two or three weeks uh, of him making plays and doing well. I'd like to see that because when your defensive lineman gets paid a lot of money to do his job, you would hope that he produces on his end of things. And he was able to do that uh, for what I think is the second week um, in a row. Williams, obviously, one and a half sacks and also... Uh, one tackle, five assisted. You also have James Bradbury getting an interception in this game. Now, 
looked like Sam Darnold on on that play was seeing ghosts, but it was, you know, we'll take it. And for a player to get it, James Bradbury being that player, uh, it, I, I do think it's a very good thing. Obviously gets his confidence up, you would hope. Although, hasn't been too good this season. So hopefully that, I guess, turns it around for him. I wouldn't say he's been as bad as some people are making it out to be. But, yeah, I mean, he certainly struggled this season, him and Adore Jackson. Thought they both had pretty solid games. Um, but yeah, I, I was I was impressed by the defense. I thought McKinney played very well, and uh, yeah, and other McKinney, linebacker McKinney, also played very well. Um, I'm blanking on his first name right now, but linebacker McKinney, you know who I'm talking about. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. Linebacker McKinney was very good, uh, controlling that in the center of that uh, defense there. So very. Uh, very good from him as well. I, I'm trying to think of his first name in my head while I'm talking, but it's just going to give up. I want to move to the offensive line, though, because that's Josh Bernardrick McKinney. Bernard Bernardrick McKinney. I was going to say Bernard, and I was like, no, it's not that, and there was going to be a problem. Anyway, um, with the offensive line, uh, we saw lots of penalties, lots of illegal men upfield, lots of holds, lots of everything. Uh, Matt Parrott, I want to, you know, point this out, zero pressures or sacks in the 38 snaps he had. Obviously, he was injured for a bit, so he didn't, like, come in or, you know, he didn't play all the snaps. Uh, So a bit unfair to judge. It's not like he had a whole game, but still in the snaps he played, he did what he was asked. Um, Nate Solder, just... (sighs) It's frustrating. It's it's just, it's terrible. It just needs to, you know, solutions need to be found. Who, who's the guy, the other tackle? Cunningham, right? He, let him start ahead of Nate Solder. My God, let him start. Like, I, I don't think Nate Solder understands. Like, we're not trying to, like, play like trees here. When you're an offensive lineman, you don't just stand there. You don't go like this and just stare. And then, oh, Hassan Reddick, he just walked right past me. That's great. Oh, Danny, Danny Dimes is on his ass. That's great. Like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> Like, what do the Giants coaches see? Yes, I understand he has experience, but the guy is clearly not playing good. He's not performing. Okay? I, I, He's not performing. No. Anyone with two eyes, even one eye, can probably see that he is playing horrendously Canceled. terrible. Why? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Anyway, but yeah, terrible from Nate Solder and... uh yeah, just just not good. But Hernandez was okay at a couple of like weird like miss picks and stuff like from some of the defenders, but not bad from him. Billy Price struggled, I thought, and uh, who played left guard? Skura was pretty average or solid from my eyes. Right, I'm not I'm not an O line coach, but from what from the uh, the eyes of the me, <laughs> just discredit, discredit yourself, you know, in any way possible. Yeah, exactly. From eyes of me. Eyes of me. So I would say on the receiving end of things, we do need to talk about two players individually. I would say those two players were Darius Slayton coming back from injury uh, these past few weeks being out. He came back, put up solid number over 60 yards receiving. So I would like to just point him out. A good job by uh, Slayton. And obviously we know Daniel Jones and him in his rookie year kind of connected together. They're two guys that really are... Um, are good pairing between each other. And then Evan Ingram, 
Uh, they pointed him out as the X Factor in the broadcast as like the superstar. And I was like, why out of any player would this Fox broadcast be like, oh yeah, let's do Evan Ingram. Like they talk about that in the meeting as, as the guy to uh, point out as a weapon in this Giants offensive line. And honestly, they, he showed it. Um, you know, he gave the uh, broadcasters what they wanted, what they were kind of trying to prove throughout this broadcast. And I, I just get really loud all of a sudden. Alex, every time I swear to God, he makes the same. Because you, you like you stood up and you got like really, really close to the mic. Like you that, make that face a, every yeah, yeah. like five minutes Any, of every, every podcast. Every time, I'm so annoying. But people love it. People love. But face. anyway, um, God damn it! You only throw me off, Alex. Yeah, I'm doing it again. I know it's so funny. Receiving Evan yes. Ingram. I thought he played well. He had a good game. He didn't drop so many balls today. That's a good thing. Thank you, Evan Ingram. Dante Pettis had a touchdown. Dante Pettis also threw the ball to Daniel Jones. Let's give a little credit to the quarterback, uh, you know, with with one throw. And um, that's what I would like to say for the wide receivers. Colin Johnson, I know, is in there. A few, you know, snaps in there. But for while Sterling Shepard's been out, while Kenny Galladay's been out, these guys, they've been able to step in, make a difference, and I think it's a good thing. We've been able to actually do well somewhat. Let's not talk about this Rams game, the the Rams game two weeks ago, right? That that game happened. We all know what happened in that game. They stepped back. And you know what, Alex? I would like to say it's nice to win and know what winning feels like, but it's also nice when your team doesn't make you worry. You know, after halftime, I was not worried at all about this game. Yeah, obviously, there's some key plays here and there. The fourth downs by Matt Rule. You know how we talk about, Alex, how how Joe Judge doesn't go forward on Keith fourth downs? Matt Rule is a different being. That man is the anti-Joe Judge, the opposite of Joe Judge, and it's insane, right? You flip Joe Judge around, that is Matt Rule. Um, I think that we saw that today. God damn it. We saw that yesterday. And um, I, I thought that it was a key thing to point out. The guy went for it on fourth downs, what, at his own 30? I mean, unbelievable. Uh, interesting. I mean, interesting. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just kind of, it's funny seeing the polar opposites in humans and, and coaches. So for right now, Josh's coaches update. I feel like I should do this now uh, for the rest of the, of the weeks in this NFL season. Josh's coaches update. Patrick Graham has a job still. Uh, I don't think he's going anywhere after only giving up three points. And um, I forget the, the 2011 stat at the end of the game against the Philadelphia Eagles. The first time the Giants have scored 20 or more points with holding their teams to less than to three or whatever it was. Uh, it was a good stat. Cool stat. Great stat. Don't remember the stat. But uh, Patrick Graham is still in a job for a while now, I think. Jason Garrett, again, coach for his job. The other, uh, I was about to say the other day, that time yesterday, and did well in the opportunity. Stepped up. Can we keep on seeing more run, run, more running with Daniel Jones? Just, just keep it going. Not even more than eight carries. Like eight carries is perfect for per game, but design QB runs. We can do more RPOs, good RPOs, not bad RPOs. Like you know, do the same thing over and over again. That's unsuccessful. We see other teams do it all the time. I do see also he likes to do a lot of motion. Uh, with John Ross as a wide receiving option because I guess he's fast. Every time we do a run play and halfback draw, he has John Ross cut across from right to left or left to right, 
go behind Daniel Jones, and then Daniel Jones snaps and hands it off to Booker. Saw that a few times in this game, even when they did play action as well. I don't know why you like to put it in motion, but use that motion. Do a jet sweep once, you know, once every few plays. I don't know. There was also the really bad play. I think it was... Not an Evan Ingram jet sweep, though. Not an Evan Ingram jet sweep. An Elijah Penny jet sweep. What a man right there, getting first down to this Giants offense. And then... You think you think we should use? I mean, why not? Why not? Big boy on the on the jet sweep might not be a, might not be a bad thing. Uh, but the the last thing I just wanted to point out with Matt Parrott on that one play where he was like trying to help out Devonte Booker, but then just like was right next to him as he got absolutely stuffed on one of those plays. That was not successful. Let's not do that again. Let's not have Matt Parrott be the reasoning for that. I do like to say though that with this poor offensive line in this past game. I'm I'm I know Alex had mixed feelings. I did I didn't think they played well. But Daniel Jones, that's the thing that's that we're able to see now. He's able to fight through it, right? We're talking about that he needs offensive linemen to kind of help him. The Giants didn't give him that in this draft. They gave him a wide receiver instead. That wide receiver hasn't been on the field. So he's adjusted. He's gotten better. He's been able to bounce out of the pocket and still play well. And he gets the ball off quick, man. When he's a when he, you know, wants to, when he's able to. He gets that ball off really, really fast. Threw an absolute dart to one of the wide receivers. I think it was John Ross. Uh, they should have clocked that. I want. I wanted to get that that miles per hour on that throw. But uh, he's really adjusted, man, and he's done well. He's a good quarterback. And also, imagine. Let's say we did draft someone like. Let's say we had Andrew Thomas on the left. Let's say we had. Um, oh my God, what's his name? What 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 if we had someone like Rashawn Slater at right tackle? What if we then drafted Trey Smith or someone like that later in the draft. We'd have him at guard, Hernandez at guard, and then Nick Gates at center. Hopefully he doesn't get injured in this alternate reality. But uh, you could have a much better line. I think you're seeing, you'd are seeing you see a much better performance from Daniel Jones um, if that would be the case. And I think he'd be an even better quarterback if that were the case. So uh, as much as he's you know working around it, it's still definitely not ideal. And especially in the run game, where Devontae Booker was getting about one inch of space, and sometimes there was players in the backfield before the ball was even handed to him. Remember, we're taking in this Victory Monday like uh, like it's a Victory Monday. I think I think most of Giants Twitter, and especially us, have taken it laid back. We're kind of chilling. We're having a good time. It's a happy Victory Monday. We're taking in a win because we got it. We're happy we got a win. The Giants still sitting last in the NFC East, right? We all got to take that into consideration. There are three teams. It's crazy how this NFC East still looks pretty poor besides the Dallas Cowboys. The NFC East three teams besides the Dallas Cowboys, meaning the Eagles, Giants, and Washington football team, all sit at two and five. We're all together like a happy family after this last uh, Sunday. And so if the Giants want to really pull it out. Let's hope the Cowboys go on a bad streak and we go crazy uh, and move up. But for right now, Washington... Philly, they still sit ahead of us, but we're all at two and five. So we still have a chance in this division somehow. Not really, but somehow. We win all these. Not not to win it, but I think. Wild you card. Know, we I'm get lucky gonna... with the wild card. No, we're not going to win it, obviously. The Cowboys have that. We knew that going into the season, Alex. We, we called them at number one, but they have a chance for a while. This is a wild card team somehow. I don't see it happening, but they have a chance. No, it, it's not a wild card, but there's a very slim chance. There's a 10%, 5%, 4% chance, maybe. That's it could happen. It could. To be fair, everyone else in the NFC is pretty weak. If you're looking at the second place teams, NFC West, you got the Rams at 6-1. and one. 
you got Vikings at three and three, and then you got Saints at three and two. And obviously there's an extra wild card spot this year. So who knows, right? Yeah, I'm not happening. Not, not happening. Not happening. But the uh the north, like you said, is pretty shallow as well as the south. Uh we're close to other teams in second place, right? We're close to other teams in second place unless you look at the NFC West, it's a different story. Um, and that's just because the Cardinals are in that division. And wow, have the Cardinals been looking good. Cardinals and the Rams. Don't discredit the Rams. Uh, Seattle also would have been in that running if it wasn't for Russell Wilson going down, I think, was a was a key factor with that. Yeah. We'll see him tonight, Geno Smith. It's going to be exciting. And if you look at our schedule, right, we got the if – you, if you think about it like this. Please, if, please don't I'm, do the schedule. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Everyone, everyone wants to know. Hypothetically, if we beat the Chiefs, we got – you know, a decently winnable no, game. It's there, not right? though. Winnable. There's no reason we should win that game against the Kansas City Chiefs as long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy, which it seems like he is. He just took a little knock in the last game. But have you seen their defense? Have you have seen, you seen their, their defense? offense against the Rams? That's a good team. What what do we do? Yeah, but they also have a top tier defense. The Chiefs are good. To, to Alex, the Chiefs are our good team. You're talking about Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill on James Bradbury, Patrick Mahomes escaping this defensive line. No one's going to catch him. We don't have someone fast enough on the defensive line. We're going to have to. I mean, the Titans did, right? The Titans We're going to have to blitz off the edge, right? You, you have to think about that. We're going to have to call McKinney and we're going to have to call Ryan in because you can't see yeah. Dexter Lawrence chasing and sacking Patrick Mahomes, right? The only person I could see are, are on our defensive line that's going to chase and tackle Patrick Mahomes on a run is Aziz Ojolari, the guy who we just saw performing this past week. Maybe Leonard Williams. Maybe Leonard Williams. He's got a little pep in step. He's got a pep step. in his step. He's not going to tackle Patrick Mahomes. This guy couldn't even tackle. This guy couldn't even tackle Matthew Stafford, right? He couldn't sack him. So, all right. All all I would say is I think this Chiefs team is not good, and I do think their record is actually pretty reflective of. I mean, how we'll good have to are. wait for our preview later in this week and see what our score predictions are. I'm not saying I'm going to predict them to win, but I think it's a winnable game. Fine, go with your stupid schedule left thing. All right, so. You you say you beat the Chiefs. You're at three and five. You got the Raiders next. I think that again's a winnable game, but a very tough game again. Um, and then you got Buccaneers, which I think there's no way we freaking beat them. Uh, I think they go undefeated for the rest of the season, if I were to guess. And then you're looking at either a four and uh, a four and six situation ish ish funny, uh, <laughs> but. Then you got the Eagles and the Dolphins, two teams that are very tragic, Dolphins especially. Uh, you could see the Giants at 6-6 six and six going into the Chargers. Who knows? Definitely not going to happen. Hypothetical. Enjoy. Everyone just got their 30 seconds of excitement there. Giants could be 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, I'm not getting any excited. What I'm getting excited... Just for just for just for ten seconds, just get excited. What, what are your excited. thoughts on the Bears, though, Alex? They're not slowing down. No, not slowing down. I mean, they did get. S- well, the the Bears just lost like thirty five to. They're three, not didn't slowing they? down on the. Uh, well, I don't know. Justin Fields is a. I Question. feel bad for the guy. He's, he's a, a. He's, he's a solid. Question mark. He's. I think he's. Oh solid. yeah, they they, they did very much crazy. get absolutely pummeled, but. Uh, but you also got to think about his offensive line is worse than the Giants' offensive line, and that's saying something. Almost. Yeah. Matt Skura, best left guard. Best you know what I thought was NFL. actually something that was also mentioned on the Fox broadcast that was good is that uh, they, they talked about offensive linemen 
and how in this modern day NFL, it was it used to be taught that offensive linemen can play anywhere on the offensive line. That isn't the case anymore. That's what Joe Judge and this offensive line think that it is still in the NFL. Oh yeah, we have Andrew Thomas. He can play left, right, you know, whatever. Players are designed to play one position and one position only on the offensive line, and the Giants need to realize that sooner than later. They need to draft heavy offensive linemen. We keep on talking about this. I'm sure we'll go back to it in the offseason again, Alex. They haven't helped uh, Daniel Jones with offensive linemen in the draft this past year when we wanted them to, when we wanted them to, to get offensive linemen in the first, the second round. They didn't do that. They went with other options, and look how it's working out with Kadarius Toney right now. Not saying the guy's a human joystick. We know that. He's great. But would you rather have an offensive lineman? This is something Alex has mentioned really uh, since the draft. And it's something that really we need to talk about uh, as a team. And um, that that's... Double O, double o line first round next year. I'm that, on that, that train. That might be a bit much, but... It won't happen, but I'm on the train. I like your, I like your process. I like your mindset. And... Um, well, I mean, we also did draft an offensive lineman in the first round, and look what happened, right? So, I mean, but yeah, one offensive lineman's not going to fix everything, is no, it? No, but we we had other options on the board. And I, I still think Andrew Thomas, or well, Tristan Wirfs was the pick, obviously, but I think Andrew Thomas behind him is probably still the pick. But anyway, oh, oh yeah. I don't know. We got to see. Wait, um, are you good to wrap this one up, by the way? I want to... Yeah, in a second. I also wanted Don't. to mention how the uh, the commentators called Quincy Roche Qu- uh, Quincy Roach, yeah. um, like like a cockroach. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a little bit <laughs> offensive to uh, cock, not cockroaches. <laughs> that's really mean. I- I'd say that's a little bit offensive to Roche. I was about to say that's it's uh, offensive canceled. to cockroaches, but I was like, no, that's not canceled. Um, but. Yeah, I was like, what? Like, I, I don't know. You know, we've had people on here who've talked about like, oh, you know, we've done this to prepare for the broadcast, make sure to spell out the names correctly, talk like, is, oh, dude, does he know something that we don't or is like, because everyone I've heard has said Roche. So you're right. Uh, what I just like to mention is the play by play and broadcasters we've had on was not the broadcasters of that game. So just. Oh, I knew that. I made sure to do my research before I looked. I was like, yeah, you haven't come on. And I Take that you. consideration into account until we have whoever that analyst is on. But anyway, um, if you are watching on the YouTube, I would like to point out, hopefully, if it worked out successfully, we have a new background. Yay. Although. Yay. Uh, no, I'm just I'm saying so, it in skepticism because I don't know if it's there. <clears throat> no, it, it's It's going to work. Ready? So over. Wait. Down there is the what's gonna be down there? Down there is the nope. Twitter, and I think you're yeah, talking. I think that's down the wrong direction. The, down there is nope. the Twitter. Yeah, you know, I'm, it's the right to. And then over here is nope. the website. Okay, it's wrong direction. No, no, no that's it. No, I I flipped it. I flipped oh. it, Josh. Yeah, so the website's here. Twitter's there. Website Twitter. Go check it out. Things are oh, going this great. is the wrong photo and, too. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that was the original mock. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm a pro, pro designer, designer, Alex. So Let's thank Alex. Any. Thank you, Alex, for uh, your thank Conva, thank Conva. Uh, Real for... great tool. Um, well, you did it, and you just took all your. I did. It. I'm a. I'm a design. No, I'm still. I'm saying it's a great tool. It was like it. You know, like a, an artist still has their paintbrush. Nope. 
Are you but sure you flipped it? Because again, even in your photo, it's still. I'm I'm pulling it up on the, my computer now <laughs> to see. All right, here. We... Is it? I mean. No, 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 no. It's right. Twitter here. And Instagram. Email. Uh, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, whatever. Facebook, TikTok. There. All right. Let me. Let me. Here, okay. Website. But now All we're right. just confusing so everyone listening, and we're like sounding stupid and wasting their time. So everyone listening, yes, this is uh, true. Our Instagram and Twitter and TikTok is the Giant Take Pod. Face no, and Facebook. Everything is Giant Take Pod. I made sure to make everything one because there was like a few different ones, and I just. Yeah, we got we all got this all line. The Giant Take Pod, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, also, we now would like to, or I. Yeah, I would like to now, I was about What's to say, happening? we now would like to uh, talk about what we're going to do for our preview. So, yeah. Yes. So, Alex had no idea where I was going to. I thought that was going in a different direction. I didn't know <laughs> where it was going. <laughs> no. So, basically, obviously, or basically, obviously, which one? Monday Night Football next week. So, we will be adjusting the time. Yes. Most likely, the episode will be coming out Saturday morning. Morning. So you can check it out then. And if not, we will obviously let you know when you see the episode uh, that it is out. But look for it on Saturday morning because it will most likely be out then. Uh, You have two days, three days to prepare, listen, enjoy your Halloween football on Sunday. And that's that's all I got to say for that because that's going to be a fun, eventful day there. And um, subscribe. Enjoy enjoy your week. Enjoy your Giants win, right? Because we're able to get that, and I think that's something to look forward to. It's something to be excited about. There might not be many more, so enjoy it while it lasts. Enjoy it while it lasts. Josh, Alex, and uh, hit the mic. And luckily, Sorry I didn't that. I mute it. make a face. You're only going to hear that on the... You're only going to hear that on the YouTube, on the actual... The oh, you can take that out? Well, so. anyway... Alex yeah, hit his mic, made a big bang. Alex, close us out, please. All right. Thank you for listening to episode. It's 122 now, I believe, of the Giant Take podcast. I'm going out on a limb. Didn't even check. 122. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you on the preview episode Saturday morning uh, or around then. Uh, thank you. Peace. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.